On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with big-name interviews each week and short daily episodes just like this one. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks, as always, for hitting play. Now, today is September the 9th, and I've got a great story from someone who attended a Rolling Stones gig back in 1965. But that's still to come. First off, let's do the birthdays. And today we wish a happy 70th birthday to new Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, member of the Tourists, Spiritual Cowboys, and of course the Eurythmics, Dave Stewart. Happy 70th, Dave. Also celebrating today is a member of the Doobie Brothers, but also played with so many other legends like Elvis Costello, the Grateful Dead, Huey Lewis, Steve Miller, Van Morrison, Nick Lowe, Timothy B. Schmidt. I mean, the list goes on and on. I'm talking about John McPhee. John is 72 years old today. But for our main story, we're heading back to those crazy days of the mid-60s. Yes, on this day in 1965, the number one single in the UK was Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. It was the band's fourth UK number one single up to this point. And the funny story about the famous riff goes a bit like this. Now, apparently Keith Richards recorded a rough version of the riff when he was in a Florida hotel room. He ran through it once before falling asleep. And then he said when he listened back to it in the morning, there was about two minutes of acoustic guitar before he could then hear him drop the pick and then... 40 minutes of snoring. Thank goodness he was able to recall that riff, which is so memorable and instantly recognisable today. Now, my guest on the show today is a friend of mine who worked in radio for many years, presenting shows in the 60s and 70s, and he tells a great story about sneaking into a Stones gig right around this time of satisfaction going to number one in the charts. Let's go back to your very early days, because I know you're a big rock and roll fan, and, and your very first gig that you actually went to was, was, was an incredible one, wasn't it? It was. It was actually the Rolling Stones. And of course, in 1965, Satisfaction had just hit the number one in the charts. And uh, they were visiting our local town uh, in Cheshire, in Chester. And uh, yeah, we went to see them. Uh, or rather, I, I snuck in by the back door because I probably wasn't quite old enough to be there at the time. But we won't mention that. And uh, a long time ago, 1965. Uh, and then uh, there I was 53 years later at the BT Stadium in, in Murrayfield, watching them again and watching them finish the whole set with satisfaction. Uh, and and Sir Mick Jagger, as he now is, was just uh, just as lively as ever. I mean, how that guy does it, what he's on, I don't know, but I want to be on that. <laughs> Absolutely, indeed. Now, just going back to that, that very first gig then, a, a very sprightly Jonesy as you was back then, obviously yeah. very too young to go in. But what, what oh, do you yes. remember about the gig itself? It was the noise. It was the, the, the girls screaming. The noise was just unbelievable. You could hardly hear the band for the for the noise because in those days the, the old valve amplifiers and stuff were probably only what fifty hundred watts, something like that. So you could hardly hear what the band was, and, and they were the band. Mick, Mick was trying to say, get back off the stage, you know, and the bouncers were got their hands full, and 
and I, I remember looking at, at the the side wall. I was just on. We were up on the, um, the the grand circle, as it were, just to one side, looking at the wall and watching the plaster crack in the wall, and thought, "Oh my God, you know, is the whole thing going to collapse?" It was just like something else. And a big thank you to my good friend Richard Jones or Jonesy with his fantastic story there. Well, that's it for September the 9th. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about one of the most important breakthrough live albums from the mid 70s. But until then, take care. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom is dead. My mom is right there. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions, and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.